why haven't you done all the things that you want to do? Most of us, because we just keep it as a dream instead of bringing it into our reality. It doesn't have to be a dream on the shelf. It can be a part of your reality if you determine and decide it to be. If you're interested in how highly successful investors overcome limitations and become unstoppable forces of success, you're in the right place. The Conscious Investor Podcast features weekly conversations with real estate investing experts and delivers a Monday mindset episode to help launch your week with intention. If you believe success is for everyone willing to think, then do, these conversations will be your weekly rocket fuel. Hey, Conscious Investor, welcome back. So happy to have you here. Today, we are going to be talking about three steps to creating sustainable goals with huge results. I know that it's that time of year. I'm so, 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 so excited. November is when I dive into my goal setting. December is when I test drive things. So I'm just like, I'm actually excited. I'm releasing this a little prematurely maybe because I'm so excited. Can't wait to walk you through these three steps. But before I do, I want to tell you something else I'm really excited about that might really support you in reaching and achieving your goals. And that is that we have created the coaching community that I participate in. We've actually expanded and it is extraordinary. So we are now a very diversified group of coaches, which means that all of our clients just gain so much more. All right. So that means that you have access to the book club. You have access to weekly group coaching calls. You have access to twice a month. This is the newest edition, which is super cool. Twice a month, we are going to actually offer real estate investing as a course, as like a coaching mentorship type thing within our coaching community. We also have conscious parenting in there. We have so many different coaches that you have access to. So I always say at the end of the episodes, adventure belongs on the trail, not in your investing or your personal life. And so really we've created this coaching community so that we can support you in every capacity possible, right? And that's what we want to do. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure that you send me an email, julie at julieholly.com and just put in the line, let's talk about coaching in the subject line. Okay. Cause you don't want to miss out every time I've invested in myself every time, every single time. And I've done a lot more of that, a lot more boldly because the results are always so overwhelmingly amazing that it's making it easier to say, okay, that seems scary. It's a stretch, but I'm going to do that. And then it's like, whoa, how did I not ever do that? I've learned so much and it's produced all these other results in my life. So don't miss out. Don't use time or money or other resources as an excuse to not level up your game because this is your year. Okay. In 2023, it starts now. That's well for us achievers. It starts right now. All right. Well, let's dive into this three steps of goal setting. Okay. Because I know that a lot of times my husband and myself, I've heard it from other people. We have this aversion to creating goals, right? Once I write it down, then if I don't achieve it, then I'm a loser. Let's just face it. That's how we talk to ourselves. A lot of people will say that, well, if I write it down, then I'm a failure. And we assign a value and a meaning to it as if, well, if this, then like, if this happens, then this, this is a result, right? And so we have to shift our mindset around that. And as I was describing this with, to my husband recently, he's like, gosh, that's such a great perspective. And I thought, I think I've shared this with you, but I think it's also time for the refresher. So here we go. Step number one is we really have to know what we are after. We can't set goals for things that we are not 
actually aligned with. And so we need to take a step back. A lot of times we are taught and many of us have been taught to suppress our feelings and to neglect our feelings and that our feelings are not that important. In all reality, y'all, it is our feelings and our emotions that guide and direct most of our lives. Why is it that you go for that bag of salty chips? Why is it you go for that piece of chocolate cake? Why do you go for the glass of the wine or the beer? Why do you decide to go out to dinner even though it wasn't in the budget for that month? Okay, well, maybe it was a hard day because something happened at work. And so you're making this emotional decision or maybe it's, oh, I'm celebrating. And so I'm going to celebrate. So I'm going to have some bubbly or some cake or whatever. Or maybe it's the Holly Family Circus has been a circus recently. We've all been sick and dismembered a little bit. And Steve's going into surgery uh, soon. And so we all have our situations that surround us. And so last night, I'm just like, can you just get some pizza? Let's just call this good, good as, you know, pizza as good as good for dinner tonight. Right. And so, and it was really, truly, that was an emotional decision last night. I have been sick for a couple of days. I really don't have energy to cook. You've got this torn bicep distal tendon thing going on and that one's puking and this one's I'm like right it's just emotional yes I was surveying the scenery but I was also just like I just don't want to do it right so for us to deny that our emotions actually don't play in a play into the decisions that we're making or the goals that we're setting we're really actually we're not leveraging things very well so I want you conscious investor to take a moment and just think about what kind of emotions do you want more of in your life? I mean, I don't think anybody wants more fear, anger, worry, hate, anything like that, right? Most of us want more feelings of peace, serenity, and you're going to add your own into this. Okay. So these are just ideas because you're probably on the treadmill or driving around. And so let's just do like a little brainstorm sesh here for a moment. So we want might maybe want more joy, more laughter. Maybe we want to just feel relieved. Maybe we want to feel ambitious. Maybe we want to feel assertive. Assertive is not a bad thing. That's how things get done, y'all. So we want to think about actually how it is that we want to feel. And then once we know how we want to feel, let's think about what resources are we aiming to generate? So what does that mean, right? So are you looking like, what do you actually want? How are you going to get those goals? So you want those feelings, And then you also want to be thinking about, well, how am I going to generate those feelings? What are those things? And we look at our resources. We have time. We have energy. We have money. And remember, we have our talent. Okay. So we have these resources that we can leverage in order to generate those feelings. So I want you to think about, well, how are those resources that I have going to help me feel that way? No joke. You can talk to somebody who makes $25,000 a year, $500,000 a year, a million dollars a year. And guess what? They all feel like they don't have enough. They all feel different stresses in their lives. They all feel that one of their resources is not enough. Okay. So if you're looking for that happiness and you're thinking, oh, if I just work really hard and have a bunch of money, then I'm going to get happy. Well, I'm just proving to you, like, that's actually not the case. Okay. So we want to really think about how we are 
setting ourselves up with the actions that we're going to take so that we get the feelings that we want. It's going to take some thinking, not too much thinking. You can think about this while you're jogging, running, take your dog for a walk, do something like that. But as you think about these things, it's going to give you clarity. Okay. And that is going to open things up. The second concept here is how long do you have? Now, in all reality, some goals you can get done lickety split and some goals are going to require a significant amount of discipline. If you want to get in shape, and I'm just going to be honest, I'm a little squishy right now. And so I'm like, okay, I know that one of my goals is to be like not squishy. And I also know what that requires. That requires that I need to be disciplined about all of my eating and my exercise, right? I know that that's what that requires. I'm not out of shape. I'm just a little squishy and I'm not, I don't like that. And as we get older, I know that that gets harder to manage. So I'm like, get it under control, make sure it's all good now. But the concept is this, is that we have to understand that some things are going to be small disciplines that we're going to have to have. We can't simply bake a cake in five minutes. Even if I pull a Betty Crocker cake mix out of the oven, or if I want to bake brownies, and my son is the expert at this, by the way, he's our brownie maker. If you want to pull a box of Ghirardelli brownie mix out, by the way, he has two secrets that make his Ghirardelli brownies like a hundred million percent better, but he can't just mix that together, throw it in the oven and pull it out in five minutes and be like, Hey, here are the brownies. It has to take time right? It has to bake and the baking takes time. It's a process. So I want you to be thinking about how much time is this going to take? Because here's one of the reasons why so many people have an aversion to setting goals is they think it's going to be such a process. It's going to take so much time and they want it done. And we like instant gratification. And so we want it done now and we don't want to pay to play over time to get the results that we want. And so we just really need to come to terms and say, what am I willing and what's important enough to me? How much do I want to feel like this for me, right? Like, let's just take that exercise, for example. Like, how much do I really want to feel squishy or do you really want to feel in shape? Like, how do I want to feel and what am I willing to do for that? Okay, well, I'm going to pay to play and I'm going to pay to play over time in order to have that feeling that I'm looking for. So breaking down those bigger goals into smaller goals is going to be really important for you. Maybe you have a goal, like Steve and I have a goal. When our youngest leaves, we want to be like my financial Sherpa and his wife. They're big role models in our life and we're incredibly grateful for them. But they left, they went on month-long trip just traveled through Italy together. How amazing is that? Right. But they had a goal. They had a dream. They had a vision. They knew what their feelings were. They knew what they wanted. And Hey, when we become empty nesters, this is what we want to do. Right. And so having that type of goal, it's not just going to happen overnight, being able to take a month away. And for us, I don't want to go travel. Like I don't want to go. We will travel because we love to travel. I don't want our travels to be on a shoestring budget because you guys know I love food. I love to eat, especially when I'm traveling. And so It's going to require more than just a shoestring budget and a bunch of special discount codes or something like that. So it's going to require preparation. And so breaking your goals down into exactly what do we have to accomplish this year in order to achieve that? What are we going to have to accomplish? And just break it down. Don't be afraid to break it down. And don't be discouraged that, oh... We're only this way there because before you know it, it's going to be that time. And we're all old enough to know that, that time 
flies super fast. Okay. So whatever your goal is, break it down. Finally, I want you to remember that your goals are fluid. Yeah. That was the other reason why so many of us really have an aversion to setting goals because we're like, Oh, it's fixed. It's in cement. And that's the way it's going to be. But guess what? It's not, it's not fixed. It's not in cement because as you are progressing towards your goals, you are transforming, you are changing. And so there's going to have to be some adaptation to accommodate for you. That could be that you have more knowledge, more understanding. It might mean that you have more means, meaning more time, money, energy, talents. Maybe you've developed your talents more. So either way, you're developing and curating things and you're transforming. And that is actually going to nudge your goals here and there. All right. It could potentially be for Steve and I, let's just go back to that goal of traveling when for a month, when we become empty nesters, which is really around the corner. And so when that happens right now, our goal would be to go to Scotland and Ireland. Like we've wanted to do that for years. We just haven't done it. Why haven't we done it? Why haven't you done all the things that you want to do? Most of us, because we just keep it as a dream instead of bringing it into our reality. It doesn't have to be a dream on the shelf. It can be a part of your reality if you determine and decide it to be. Okay, so here's the deal. You're going to be changing. Right now, Steve and I want to go to Scotland and Ireland. What if over the next few years, as we transition and transform as individuals and as a couple, what if that shifts? What if all of a sudden we're like, man, we just really want to go park it in Aruba and just hang out on the beach there. Or maybe we don't want to travel anymore. Maybe we just want to cozy up in a cabin. Maybe we want to do something adventurous. Maybe the idea is really ultimately we want that feeling of celebrating and nurturing each other. That can take place anywhere. How that happens is going to be here nor there, but we want to prepare for what we are dreaming about right now. So it doesn't just stay the dream on the shelf. All right. So how are we going to do this? Well, we got to check in. Some people check in on a daily basis, weekly, monthly, but if you're not reviewing and revisiting your goals, at least at the very bare minimum on a monthly basis, it's going to be difficult to achieve them. I know that we all say like, they're top of mind. They're right there. I know what my goals are. But in all reality, when you are presented with the black and white of your goals, something different happens. So I want to encourage you to make sure that you're actually looking at those goals. And it's okay to say, wow, I need to adjust that. Even if we want to say for all intents and purposes, interest rates have risen. So for some of my fellow real estate investors out there, that's shifted things for a lot of people, right? They're starting to shift how their investment strategy is going to work so that they can continue to be successful. And so it might take longer. It's also taking longer to close on deals. What used to take 45, 60 days is now going to take at least 90 days to close in general. So there are some things that we also, that are outside of our control that are changing that we need to be aware of and in tune with. So here's another thing. You might decide that you simply don't want a goal in your life anymore. For instance, I have a heart for impact investing. That's why I founded the Impact Investing Network. And I was pouring into the Impact Investing Network. 
but at the same time, I was pouring into my business and into my coaching. And so I was growing three different things at once. And that's really a lot of effort and a lot of work. I was getting drained and depleted. And although it didn't take that much time, it was just that much to send me over the edge. So I had to revisit that and say, does this need to be in my life right now? Can I table this? Can I revisit this at another time? Is this critical mass right now? And the answer was no. And so I was able to just uh, retire the Impact Investing Network that I was responsible for. I retired that group. Will it come out of retirement? Possibly. But right now it's retired. And that's given me so much more to be able to pour into Three Keys Investments and the coaching that I do. So it works out really well. So knowing what you're after, those feelings, those emotions, right? And the ways that you could go about generating those. Step one. Step two is like knowing our timeframes. How long do we have? Do we need to break this down? Do we need to knock this out right now real fast? And then remembering step three, that our goals must always remain fluid. Always. We need to be in tune. We need to have a relationship with those goals so that we are continuing on. Okay, guys, go set those goals. You've got it. Don't be afraid of setting goals. Goals are not your enemy. You are not a failure or a loser if something shifts or changes, okay? If something does shift or change, it shows that you are actually in tune paying attention. And that is remarkable. And I would commend you and high five you for that. I appreciate you listening. If you think someone else would benefit from these three steps of goal setting, please make sure that you share it with them and leave me a rating and review. Let me know an honest one and let me know what are you gaining from this? What step stood out to you and what are you going to implement? Until next time. Well, actually, let's erase that. Let's rewind that for a moment. I haven't told you this for a while, but I mentioned it at the beginning of this show, but I just want to encourage you. Coaching has absolutely transformed and changed my life. So if you are on that fence of, should I be working with someone as a coach? Who should I work with as a coach and things like that? Let's make sure that we hop on a call. I don't know anybody who wouldn't benefit from working with a coach. If you're looking for fulfillment, for satisfaction, if you're looking to find your purpose, if you're looking to amplify areas of your life where you're already successful, working with a coach like myself or someone in our community will help you accomplish and achieve that. So make sure that you can send me an email directly, julie at julieholly.com or schedule a time in the show notes. There's always a link. So make sure you schedule a time to connect up. Until next time, live big, love bigger. Feeling alone, disconnected? Conscious investors often feel alone or disconnected because of their unique perspective and desire to expand their thinking. But the journey of a lifetime isn't meant to be solo or forged by grit alone. Join the Conscious Investor community on Facebook, link arms, exchange ideas, and expand your thinking on finances, relationship, and community. Join the Conscious Investor group on Facebook today.